What's up, fellow podcasters? This is Moses Marquez, the man behind Smartmark Radio Podcast Network. Let's be honest here. Do you want to make money from your podcast? Who doesn't, right? Well, thanks to Podcorn.com, it's beyond simple. I found this site and decided, let's just see how easy it really is. And can I just say, it's beyond easy? You pitch your ad to wanting companies, you hit them with a price, and boom, just like that, you're making money. There's a plethora of companies to choose from and lots of ways to get hired by them. They offer ad reads, interviews, tropical discussions, reviews, and a heck of a lot more. We want to thank Podcorn for sponsoring this episode. And you can easily explore sponsorship opportunities and start making money with your podcast. Just sign up now at podcorn.com forward slash podcasters. Again, that website is podcorn.com forward slash podcasters. We want to thank Hooligan Zoo Crew for their hit single Flex Talk off their debut album From the Outside Looking In. Check out their full album available now on Amazon, Spotify, and iTunes.com. And I'm a winner, yeah. Use a loser, yeah. And a hater, yeah. What's going on, everybody? RWT family, SMR podcast listeners, special edition episodes for you guys here for you guys. I tried to do like a Yugoslavian thing. It didn't really work out. Joined by Paul Morales. What's going down, Paul? What is up, Mr. Moses Marquez? Whole lot of nothing. So Worlds Collide is, I think it was last Saturday. Yeah, it was this past Saturday. Okay. So... I didn't put a review out for this one mainly because uh, I had company and there was a lot of uh, stuff happening, so I was unable to do so, but I did do a live review of the Royal Rumble. There was supposed to be another review of the Royal Rumble. Don't know if that's coming or not, but if it does, I'll let you guys know it'll be special. It'll be late, but who gives a shit? It'll probably still be awesome. But because this one is a little late, I got my man Paul here. We cover NXT AEW, so let's get into this fucking NXT show. I don't watch pre-shows, folks, but Mia Yim took on Kaylee Ray, and I was told it was actually really freaking good. So, good for them. Again, I'm not a pre-show guy. A match I was a little intrigued to see because, you know, Ilya Dragunov is a dude I've heard of sparingly. I've heard of him, you know, little here, a little there. I first knew of the dude when he magically appeared at fucking PWG, and you don't just magically appear at PWG, okay? There's a reason you're there, and he obviously had a reason to be there. He showed off his skill, and I saw why he was there. I see why the NXT UK brand signed him, and now he's going against Finn, and immediately off the bat, a lot of people are like, dude, this is just like how it was with Finn and Jordan Devlin. They're like mini-me and regular guy. I feel like this is just the the ver- like the, the Russian version of Finn Balor. Yeah, he. Uh, the one thing about uh, Dragunov, Dragunov is that he's – they're very similar in their styles. They're very similar in the way that – in their mannerisms sort of speak. And I have to say that this was kind of a weird match, but weird in a good way. These guys looked like they were meant to be in that ring together. It wasn't great, 
by any means, but it was good enough to where you you could see how how good they worked together. Agreed. <clears throat> Rather pa- fast paced match. These guys are trying to do all kinds of of fun stuff. There was they were trading headlocks at first. There was a cross body block. You know the uh, Balor slapped Dragonoff in the face and drop kicked him through the ropes. There was there was a whole lot of stuff dives that just did, the the heel Finn Balor showed himself the demon not the demon the uh, the prince if you will for any of you that actually watched any of his New Japan run where he was a total fucking dick and it was kind of awesome. Balor came back with a stiff standing double stomp. They trade hard strikes until Dragonoff caught uh, and, and blocked Balor's Pele kick. There was a German. There was a Van Terminator. Which is like this this fucking crazy weird ass move. I I I wrote it down because I found out what it was because I was excited, and then I, I I I now that I have it written in my face, I, I totally forget what it looked like. Anyway, diving sent time from the top rope. Baller got his knees up. He then hits nineteen sixteen after the double foot stomp for the win. Uh, a lot of intensity. I I agree with you, Paul, that these guys felt like they should have been in the ring together. I just I felt like this was one of those matches that was the sake of having a match, and it didn't have anything to grab my attention. And a lot of people said they were really unimpressed. I don't want to go as far as saying that. I just I felt like there was something missing. Yeah, for some apparent reason, these guys. I don't know if it was time allowed or it was they didn't do enough. I don't know which one, you know, stands out more. You know, you want to be able to have these guys in the ring and have them being able to do something, you know. But I don't, I don't, but I'm with you that something was missing in this match. Something was missing to kind of take it over that top, over that upper echelon to where you're just like, oh, shoot. Like, oh my God, like those wow moments. But I didn't get it. But I just thought it, it was good. It wasn't bad. I'm with you. Wasn't bad. But it also wasn't very good. So next up, we have a fatal four-way for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. We have two members of NXT UK in Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks. But I guess Travis Banks is a little more regular NXT right now. Who knows? Don't really care. And against, uh, and then including, I should say, Isaiah Scott and the champion, Angel Garza. I couldn't tell who was more over during the entrances, Angel Garza or Isaiah Scott, you know, because everybody loves him, some swerve. But hey, who can uh, who can doubt the awesomeness that is Angel Garza? I'm attempting to say how much crazy shit happened in this match. These guys are going 100 miles an hour. Banks went for a small a small tear back in the ring, took swerve and and Garza out. They drove drove onto the floor. Through the bottom of the, sorry, they dove onto the floor through the bottom ropes. Devlin gets right back in the ring. He lands a cannonball into the corner and Swerve and Garza later suplex Devlin into a pile of people in the corner. Devlin uses a crazy modified swing DDT on Swerve for a two and a giant pop. This matches 100 miles an hour and nobody's letting off the gas. There, we finally get the, the pants rip off from Garza because, you know, everybody loves that spot. They do a million other things. There's this brutal Canadian driver by Travis Banks on Jordan Devlin. Swerve ends up coming in. He gets a few chops. It's an inverted. Uh, He hits this fucking crazy move in the goddamn corner. 
The crowd goes bananas. I'm over here writing shit down. I don't know what the fuck it is. There, there's more innovation and dangerous moves from all four of these men. They're going, they're going bananas. Uh, Garza hits the wing clipper on Swerve. I'm really thinking that's going to be the end, but it's not. Devlin breaks it up. He grabs Garza by the hair. Who's he's kind of out of it. He headbutts him, and then he hits the Devlin side back suplex with a bridge for a shocking win. It looked like. Somebody was going to go to break it up. They just barely fucking miss, and it's over. And I was like, is that really it? Is that really the ending? Yeah, it really was. This match was insane. It was all over the place. Athleticism. Some of the people were saying it doesn't make no fucking sense. Some people are going to say they worked their asses off. All in all, I fucking love this match. Scott's great. Travis Banks is great. Jordan Devlin, super fucking underrated. And, you know, Angel Garza, I give him his props all fucking day long. Did, did, what did you think of this monstrosity of awesomeness? Dude, these guys flew all over the place. There was so much going on uh, between Swerve between Swerve and Travis Banks. And then, oh, my God. Now when Travis Banks got in there and he started doing like those uh, – those, uh, uh, those uh bowling bowling roll barrel rolls up Cannibals. into the corner and then next thing i know it was like one and then two and then you know he threw garza in there and then it was just like three and it was like holy shit no it was it was fucking great travels travis banks is so underutilized in as far as like a wrestler goes i only see him sparingly on nxt uk um from the times that i do get to watch it but it was we got to see him in in full in full full mode full mode he was no injuries no nothing he was perfectly fine in good health and it showed same thing with jordan devlin no injuries no nothing a former uh former champion in in a bunch of different promotions progress being one of them it's just that you could see how talented these guys are how talent how much talent these guys have in that ring and oh my god they just Threw caution to the wind, and it was awesome. Awesome indeed. Devlin cuts a cool promo afterwards. He's kind of tearing up. He says, do you believe me now? You know, <clears throat> everybody's doubted him, and now he's finally here. We get all kinds of people in the crowd. There's me, him, and the new North American champion, Keith Lee. Chelsea Green is there. She's accompanied by Robert Stone, a.k.a. Robbie E. And then there were some seats... I forgot who else was there. Anyway, I believe that was it for the moment. Then we get DIY versus Mustache Mountain. And holy fucking shit. I, I know the Tokyo Dome was at the beginning of the month. And there was already probably like two match of the year candidates in that. And then we have this one. And there's a definite match of the year candidate right fucking now. It's like, dude. In January. In January. We're not even out of fucking January, dude. And we've got at least three fucking match of the year candidates. Wow. I'm, you know what? Recapping this match would make me, would I, I would, I would hurt it. I would hurt it. You need to go watch this match. Okay. They booked it like it was fucking New Japan. They gave them the time like it was New Japan. These guys went out there. They did everything they fucking wanted to do. And everything looked fucking great. I haven't seen Trent Seven look so good in a long time. Okay. I'm loving 
Choppa and Gargano. I hope it stays forever. It's probably not. And that's fine. And fucking Tyler Bate, you big, strong boy, you. You're fucking great. Like, I don't know what else to put, like, what else to even say. Okay, this, I, uh, this was so great. They get a standing ovation. Oh, so fucking well-deserved. This shit was the shit. Ugh. You want to praise this shit some more or what? Dude, I could not agree with you more. These guys went out there and beat the hell out of each other. They did the spots, all their spots that they're known for, and then some. These guys put all of us on notice on exactly how great of a tag team. One, we already know how great DIY is. Two, we already know how great Mustache Mountain is. Three, we know how fucking great they are together in that ring. Without a doubt, these guys put on a clinic and did not quit. They put on so much, so much, put so much work into this match to put over not only each other, but to put the crowd in on it. And they seemed enthusiastic with every damn moment of it. It was fucking great. I can't say anything else. Get into the NXT Women's Championship match, or I should say the NXT Championship match, because, you know, Becky Lynch is going to come kick my ass. Rhea Ripley against Tony Storm. Now, this match is this isn't the first time this match has happened. Okay, this match has happened before NXT UK. Probably even a couple of times in like progress or whatever. Who knows? The idea of them, like, they, they've come, they've done this to before is what I'm getting at. So it's a technical brawl to start out. You know, they have a, 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 a pace they're trying to stay on. They have hard strikes. Uh, you know, there's a suplex by Rhea Ripley into the bottom turnbuckle, which was awesome. She rolls out, uh, Storm rolls out to the, uh, Ripley rolls out to the floor to recover. They get back in. There's an FT, STF where the figure four is locked in, which I thought was kind of awesome. Like, that's how you should fucking, you know, that's how you should do that. An, F, an STF, but that's more of like an FFF, you know, a figure four face lock. Which is cool. I still fucking like it. I, 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 actually, I think I'm going to make that. But that's going to be my new move. A figure four face lock. That's the FFF. I love it. I, I'm so glad that I'm, a, I'm genius at times. Anyway, Storm worked rib, uh, Ripley over for a bit longer until Ripley powered out with some strikes and some kicks. She reverses the riptide. Storm reverses the riptide into a pinning attempt for a near fall. There's a German suplex with a bridge for another near fall. The crowd seems kind of out of it which I don't really know why. Uh, there's a, a missed frog splash, and then Ripley hits the Riptide for the win a little bit out of nowhere. I felt like there was meant to be more, and we didn't really get it. I'm not mad at this match. I know they had a lot more in them, but I'm going to say this, and, and I hope it, it, it means well. This wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. It was just kind of there. No, you're. Not, I'm not. I'm in total agreement with you, dude. I, I thought it was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't bad, but it was good enough to be okay to me. 
I guess I just wanted to see more from them. I guess because I've, I mean, they had their match for the NXT, uh, for the uh, uh, United Kingdom uh, women women's title match. That was awesome. They had a rematch a few months later, which was just as good. If not, and I don't want to say it, it it circumceded the the first one because it didn't. The first one was better. But this match just seemed like it was only a small portion of those matches. Like it was, that's the standard that it had. I mean, the first two, the first two matches that they had were a standard that they should have lived up to. For some apparent reason, it just didn't, this one just didn't do it. So it was okay. It was good, but it was just good enough to be okay. Yeah. Like I said, whether it be time or. My, whatever. I don't fucking really know. My guess is time. It just it didn't it didn't meet expectations, or maybe our expectations were a little too high. We get a clip of Johnny Gargano being attacked by Finn Balor in the back, and then uh, then we see Mustache Mountain come to save Gargano from that, and we later find out because this isn't a spoiler. It's currently up on the thing. And Finn don't like when you you know come to save motherfuckers because. Finn then attacked Trent Seven in the PC, choking him with his car door. I thought that was shit was awesome. You should go check that out. It's on the fucking NXT YouTube right now. So we get the main event of the evening. The only reason 95% of us are probably watching this show, besides Mustache Mountain and DIY, is Imperium against the Undisputed Era. You get Walter, Fabian Eichner, Marcel Barthel, and Alexander Wolf taking out Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. So, very, just let's get to the fucking point. Because this is exactly how quick this whole thing happened. Fish and Strong give Alexander Wolf a double gourd buster. And then they hit him with a chop and a low kick. Now, when this chop happened, it's right to the back of the head of Alexander Wolf. Now... He goes down, but he never kicks out. Drake Younger noticed, immediately threw up the X. We get a fucking standstill because this guy's legit knocked out. He's out. And he then was like, hey, dude, um, this is totally my fault. All this other stuff. I guess he left himself exposed. I don't know exactly what all happened, but I'm glad he's all right. But fuck, was this scary. I thought it was the low kick that because he hit him like right with his shin right on his face. Like Maybe. that looked like it legit hurt. The The chop on the back didn't look too bad, but it was it was the kick that that looked like it hit him like right square in the jaw. And maybe you're right. That was it. That was you just see him like hold his arms together and just collapse backwards. No, yeah, and, no. Out. It was scary in the fact that I've seen guys do that. I've seen guys I've and I've hit guys who have done that too. So it's to me it was just I'm glad that the referee did what he did and I know the match was gonna continue and he was supposed to kick out, but you know the referee did what he did and it was good and I'm glad that he got him out of there. You know, and was safe enough to get him out of there. So that 
that to me was all in the in the best in the best it was and it was good for me i now as far as the match goes dude this match was fucking badass Oh, yeah. So, like I said, they're definitely going to try to pick up the pace after this whole thing. It definitely brought the entire thing to a standstill. It just, everybody went to a halt. Crowd was kind of adamant. But you know what? These guys were bound and determined to get right back into it. And they fucking did. <clears throat> we eventually get Walter Chance. And then there's eventually dueling chance of Walter versus Undisputed. Thought that was kind of awesome. Showing you that they give a fuck. When Walter gets into the match, he... He immediately cracks O'Reilly with a fucking shotgun chop, double German suplex, or uses and then uses the double doubles, German double suplex on O'Reilly and Roderick Strong, and it. Roddy he landed hard. He did land hard and right on the back of his fucking head. I was like, oh no, Jesus. no! Actually, he got his shoulder to turn. He actually got to turn his shoulder, but he did land. He did smack his head on the damn on the damn canvas, and that was that looked like it hurt. Oh no, it definitely hurt. We get more chops from Walter. Every single one of them are just louder and louder and louder, and it's just ridiculous. I don't know if the one that from the night of the other night like was worse, where he fucking chopped the soul out of out of uh, Adam Cole, Cole. <laughs> but but Jesus, man, this guy he just knows where to hit him. That that's for fucking sure. The this, one he hit on O'Reilly was freaking hard. Oh, the first one. The oh. one that he hit on uh, on Kyle O'Reilly right in the middle of the ring. Just. Bah! It was, it it sounded like it hurt. It that's why I called it a shotgun. I felt it. It was fucking loud. They continue on where they end up fighting outside. Strong uses an Olympic slam to put Walter through a table. They chant the fans chant "Mamma Mia." Bartel superplexes uh, O'Reilly into the air and passed him to Eichner, who drills him with a brainbuster. It's fucking ridiculous spot. Just fucking, I don't even know what to call it. They continue onward. O'Reilly hits a diving knee drop on Bartel's knee. They put on an ankle lock attempt for a submission. Eichner breaks things up with a double springboard moonsault. Ugly, but beyond athletic because it doesn't matter how smooth. It, it's smooth. It doesn't have to look super pretty. It's fucking still smooth. I don't know. There's only one guy I know that runs the ropes. Well, no, that's not true. There's probably a bunch of dudes that do the ropes way, way better than him. But one guy I'm thinking of in particular is Grand Metalik, like the fucking king of the ropes, that guy. Anyway, so Walter's finally back up after going through the table, and he gets a loud pop from the crowd. He hits a big splash, but uh, Cole breaks up the pin with a last shot to the back of Walter's head. There's ends up being a, a standoff. They jaw jack for a little bit. There turns into a giant, you know, fucking rugby fight. Leads to another sequence. Walter takes the opportunity to put Fish in a powerbomb stacking bridge for the win. And it's just like his his the regular basic moves for Walter are efficient. And then when you put your 300 plus pound fucking frame, I'll, like just fold the guy over. I don't know who's kicking out of that shit, but it was awesome. Hell of a main event. It's not topping the tag team match from the middle of the show, but still hell of a main event. You took a fucking match that was on top of the world. It hit the fucking ground because of the injury. And you guys got eh, about mountain high. So great job. Yeah, dude, these guys are off the chain. These guys uh, for Alexander Wolf to go down the way he did. And then these guys recover the way they did, you know, for to put on such an awesome, awesome, awesome show. 
it was great. I mean, just a an often an awesome showing. I meant these guys. <laughs> these guys were great. I have to say, it was up there with that with that tag team match. And then, I, given it's you know more men, more men in this match, so there's more carnage, you know, you know, in a match, but. These guys literally took it to each other. By the way, I'm in the middle of watching the, that part where you said that he uh, that Roddy threw uh, gave him the angle slam through uh, Walter through the table. <clears throat> Good spot. Hard to pick that big fucker up. But anyway, this was, a, this was a good match. I don't care. Either way, it was a good freaking match. I agree. Like I said, great match. But like I said. I was more with the fact that the the tag match was a show stealer, but maybe if Alexander Wolf didn't go down, this one could have been better. Who knows? Just let's just say that we had two fucking killer matches on this show. This was a a card built around the fact that there's just great matches, and then the the build up between Undisputed Era and Imperium. So I loved this show. I thought it was fucking great. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I actually liked the tag team match, though. I did. I I thought it was awesome, and I'd have to say there was three good matches on this on this card, without a doubt. Um, I would like to see them do it again. Maybe a few more matches. Maybe um, give it a little bit longer to set up a lot of these um, a lot of these worlds collide matches you know if you're gonna have like champion and a champion or whatever have you you know from each from each brand or from yeah from each brand i'd say do that but i think they need to have a longer prep time to building this you had at the end of the year where everybody was going through their going through the motions of trying to get to the end of the year um i think next year Hopefully they build this thing a little bit sooner, you know, that they have that they have the time end the year on a good note, begin the year, you know, still continuing these feuds. If this is the if this is going to be a yearly thing for them with Worlds Collide. Well, I mean, right now it's looking that way. And I would say that it would be a good idea to kind of keep this concept. It seems to be working. But I'm with you. You got to build the stories a little bit better, especially on the women's side. That was kind of one where I felt like you built the story well, but you didn't give it time. You know, the you didn't need to build a story between Mustache Mountain and DIY. That was just one of those things where it's just like they decided to be the, the video game player at home and play 2K, but we're going to actually do the match. So that was good on them. Same thing with the fucking Cruiserweight title match. I apologize for not giving it as much praise as I probably should. Fucking thing was great. Okay. And, and Jordan Devlin going on now as Cruiserweight Champion, I can only imagine what's going to go down. I only imagine if there, who other guys, you know, in the NXT UK realm could possibly be going up, you know, on it. Like I said, Elon, Elon Dragunov had a good showing against Finn. He didn't look bad in the loss. Maybe. Is he under 205? Who knows? The possibilities are endless, but... Let us get into tonight's episodes of NXT and AEW to figure out where it's a going. So speaking of all that, let's get the hell out of here and put some plugs. All right. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter under the same name, RWT underscore Deadman. 
you could also follow our RWT queen, Miss um, Moni Lynn. <coughs> you can find her on Twitter under Moni Lynn WNC, capital W, capital N, capital C, for Wrestling Nerd Chick. And you can find her on, on Facebook and Instagram under the same name, Wrestling Nerd Chick, of course. Mr. Moses Marquez. Oh, yeah. If you find anything interesting, tag us in it. You can find everything in my link tree uh, to all of us, pretty much. And you could also find it to our retro, um, our retro show, and any any of our any of our format, any and, and blah, 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 and you can edit that out. You can find us on any of our shows, of course, on through my link tree, and of course, Mr. Moses Marquez. You can complete this and go. Got you, good sir. So, just like the man said, you can check us out on all platforms of social media, SMR Podnet, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Linktree, linktr.ee forward slash SMR Radio gets you everywhere, all the social media links, all the links where you can find every episode of SMR Radio, it gives you the YouTube page, and God only knows what else, because I haven't checked it in a while, but there's plenty of shit in there for you to get to us a lot faster. You can check us out, anchor.fm forward slash SMR Podnet to easily get a hold of the many platforms that we are on. And if you'd like to become a supporter, that is the place to do so. If you want to ask us any questions that you want answered on any show, shoot us an email, smartmarkradio619 at gmail.com. Make sure you're checking out the RWT Facebook group. You can get there via the link tree. Also with Max Wrestling. Promo League is happening now, folks. If you want to cut promos like your favorite pro wrestlers, let us know. We might have a spot in the Promo League for you. All you got to do is simply... Get a hold of us on Facebook, and we can get you in touch with Max Wrestling and RWT. Also, check us out YouTube. We got the promo championship going on right now. El Jefe hoping to be promo champ. Go check it out. YouTube will be in the link down below. Watch the video. Hit the description. Click that vote button. El Jefe. Big money, mo belts. Let's make it happen. Anyway, 30-minute special for you guys. We're going to get the fuck out of here. Catch y'all around the bend. Peace out. Peace out.